Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned in to I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Welcome. So good to have you here with us today. Hey, listeners, I want to make sure you know about something fresh and new that is available for you, and it is the Awaken Podcast Network. And you can find that at awakenpodcastnetwork.com. And there you will find a collection of all the voices that we've been able to uncover so far that are really speaking into your work. And it may be different for each one of you. So I just, I don't want to give it all away, but go there and you will find podcasts that might be specifically speaking into your industry or maybe from your vantage point. And we just want to encourage you to check it out and use that as a resource to help you every day grow in connecting your faith and your work. You know, in 1994, Oz Hillman was thrust into the toughest seven years of his life as everything around him started to crumble. Fast forward 27 years later, and Oz Hillman is one of the patriarchs of the faith and work movement, where millions are impacted with the knowledge that their work matters to God and their workplace is a mission field, and that their daily witness in actions and words is the key to reaching a lost and hopeless nation with the miraculous and hopeful salvation and lordship of Jesus Christ. Oz Hillman is a man who has poured his blood into a movement to make sure you and I know that God doesn't make mistakes and that your work matters to him. Odyssey has so many resources that can equip you to live out your faith and your work online at marketplaceleaders.org and TGIF or todaygodisfirst.org. Oz is here today to introduce his latest book and the latest on the movement, as we call it, the faith and work movement. Oz Hillman, welcome back to I Work For Him. Hi, Jim and Martha. Always great to be with you guys. Well, we're so excited to have you back. Oz, how did you see, I just want, I always want to go personal with the first question of every show. How did you see the Lord shape your life in the challenging year of 2020? I know my question said 2021, but I meant 2020. (laughs) Well, you know, um, for the last 20 years, I've been on the road a lot with teaching and training and, and really God's, uh, seems to lead me into training leaders uh, in 26 countries all over the world. And then in, you know, it's 2018, 2019, I began to see uh, a softening of the whole travel and speaking circuit type of thing. And, and I was spending a lot more time at home. And then at the end of 2019, I felt that uh, the Lord was kind of leading me to kind of retool a lot of the things we were doing online and to, you know, many people asked me to mentor them and I couldn't do a great deal of one-on-one mentoring. So I created something called a change agent master mentor program designed to bring leaders together, put a bunch of training on a site and then create uh, mentoring opportunities monthly, twice a month. And so that became the real focus for me. And little would I know in January of 2020, the bottom would drop out and there was no travel at all. And uh, that's when Zoom started taking off. And that was when we had launched our, our new website uh, to help equip leaders. And so that was one of the things I began to start, you know, seeking the Lord about transitions in my own life. I'm now 68 years old and I'm thinking, okay, what, uh, what's, what's this next season look like? And so been asking that and, then uh, I was 
also increasingly becoming concerned about our nation, you know, and where uh, our nation was going and that we needed something uh, in the way of a revival in our nation as well. Amen to that. You know, it's so neat to hear that God had already prepared the steps for you. So you didn't have to, you know, knee jerk reaction when your travel stopped, but you already were working on that systems and getting that in place. And um, did you find that people were hungry for that in 2020 as then they were they were looking to how can I use this uh, this season, maybe after they figured out how to survive a little bit um, to pour into yeah, themselves? We, we saw real, yeah, we saw real receptivity to the new initiative. We, we put 54 courses on a site, 140 classes and mm-hmm. 54 video case studies, all spoke focused on helping men and women be change agents in their work-life call. And so I think the adding twice a month calls with these leaders really, really helped them because, you know, a lot of them were stuck at home. You know, mm-hmm. they, a lot of them had more time than they ever had before. Mm-hmm, for sure. So, you know, as you have served the Lord in the, the faith and work movement for the last 25 years, Jim kind of laid it up really great at the beginning of the show. We know you've written books, you've started ministries, you've written hundreds of devotionals that people can get emailed to them every day. Um, You've done interviews and speeches. What is the one thing that really encourages you most when you see a Christ follower really wake up to the idea that their work matters to God? All of those things that you've experienced, what is it that, that just really encourages you most? Well, you know, recently I got a letter from someone and they said, it's been a long, I've, I've been meaning to write this letter to you for years. And uh, so he took the time and it was a very detailed letter. And he went down all the things that TGIF and some of the other teaching that we had done, how it impacted his life in so many different areas. And it was like having a poster child mm-hmm. testimony, right? And I said, I wish everybody could see that. And I shared it with my board. And I was just struck by how, how comprehensive uh, he shared about the impact that we'd had on his life. And, of course, I get a lot of emails like that, but nothing quite, you know, to that detail. And so it encouraged me that, um, you know, God has, has used, a lot of times we don't know how we're impacting other people. We just do it. You know, that's what we're called to do, and we're doing it unto the Lord. And we don't know what the fruit is sometimes. Um, but uh, recently, I decided to put a, a video history together of the last 26 years. And um, it was a, a great exercise for me because it, it took me back to 1994 up to present to see all of the tipping points and the landmarks where God did something that began to kind of paint this tapestry of a movement that he began in the mid uh, 1990s. Mm-hmm. And clearly we were, I was able to see his hand on each of those. Uh, and I had really nothing to do with it. I was a bystander who simply responded to a crisis. And as a result of the crisis, it led me to seek God more. And through that seeking, there were divine appointments that he would create and a hunger for me to uh, just dig into the word and begin sharing it with others. And, you know, 26 countries later, here we are. <laughs> hey, when we come back, I really want to talk about 
your brand new book, 31 Decrees of Blessing for Your Work Life. And people, you can get that online. Listeners, you can get that online at 31decrees.com. 31decrees.com. We'll be right back. To tweet or not to tweet, that's always on my mind. That's why Martha handles most of the Twitter tweets and interactions. Please look for us and interact with us on Twitter at I work for him radio. That's at I work the number four him radio. Hey, we're back with Oz Hillman. You can check him out online. I'd love for you to check him out on this website right now, 31decrees.com, 31decrees.com. That's his latest book. That's where he's speaking into what a phenomenal daily devotional. Oz Hillman, what does your latest book reveal about what you've learned about God and work? Well, you know, um, my publisher of my last book, uh, he had a series of um, 31 decrees of blessing your marriage, your um, your uh, children, et cetera. And this was a series. And I, I noticed that he had not done something on work. And so I called the president and I said, what about a book on work? You know, and he says, that's a good idea. And so immediately I began working on that in 2019, uh, latter part. And... Um, and I realized that I had been operating in this area most of my adult life in the last 10 to 15 years in understanding the power of the spoken word and the concept of decreeing. Decreeing means that you're proclaiming and using your authority uh, of scripture to cause something or a breakthrough. And we saw that in the scriptures on many occasions where the scripture, uh, we see examples of Moses speaking to the rock, or we saw um, Peter speaking to the blind man, and we saw Jesus uh, speaking to Lazarus, come forth, even cursed the fig tree. So we saw the, the, um, the proclamation of God's word over a particular situation. And uh, I realized that that's a tool that many people don't use. It's kind of one of those unspoken uh, tools that, you know, the average Christian in the workplace just doesn't think about doing. Most of us have never been taught to do that. I mean, it's not something I was taught at church ever. Were you taught that at church? No, no. And so, you know, my pastor this past weekend was actually speaking on this very topic. And I, I brought, I had waited to give him my book until this past Sunday. And I said, here's your, uh, here's your preaching guide for that topic. <laughs> you know, because mm. all, you know, the book is laid out with a story and then 10 decrees over that particular topic, and then an activation section where you can record your thoughts and prayers and it's a very practical book, but I think it's a tool to be added to your toolbox that mm-hmm. can make a difference in your work-life call. Excellent. So speak to who is the book for? Who would you recommend picking up? Of course, you're the author. You want everybody to pick it up, right? No, I just, but who specifically um, could be reading your book and, and gaining from it? Well, I think that any p- person in the workplace that simply wants to be more effective in their work life to bring the presence and power of God into your work life. Uh, this book will give you a, a, a kind of a, as I say, a tool and mm-hmm. help in integrating that part of your life and becoming more aware of situations in your own work life. And because we've given you a lot of situations and stories in that book, 
about how someone applied speaking the word, decreeing over a problem in their workplace that actually caused a change in a positive way. You know, I just want to remind people that they can go to the website that we said earlier, which is 31decrees.com. And um, us, there's some other things there besides just buying a book. What, do, what will they find when they go to that website? You said something about a video that can help them a little bit. Yeah, we did a 45-minute video teaching on this whole concept uh, with all the biblical examples and some of the stories that we had there. And then at the end of that video, we actually give them an opportunity to go deeper in this topic. We did a two-part master class that allows them to really dig deep in the, the theology as well as practical application mm-hmm. in their own life. Excellent. Yeah, I think it's just important to recognize the fact that, you know, Jesus spoke, often spoke out loud to let us hear the conversations he was having with his father. And it, the power in the words. And I think that that's just something to understand. Most of us, I didn't grow up understanding the power of words, but no, as we're older, you know, we're in our mid fifties, understanding the power of human words over our own souls. You know, if people grew up in households where they were demeaned, um, it it impacts who they are. Those words are powerful and we have to speak against those words. But yet on the positive side, we've got the powerful word of God over 1500 pages that we can proclaim really just to bring his presence into the current situation. And I think what's really, um, what's, let's just give an example, Oz. You, you've got your mentor. You've got a story about your mentor in life, Gunnar Olson. Why don't you tell a little bit about that story and how a decree of God in his workplace really transformed his life and the life of a company? Well, yeah, and the theme of the book is Job twenty two twenty eight that says, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. And so it's a scriptural basis for what we're do- talking about here. And, of course, God spoke the seas and the earth into being in Genesis 1. So God was a, a God who spoke things. And Gunnar Olson, the founder of the International Christian Chamber of Commerce, has been my mentor since 1996, really, 95, I guess. And um, the first time I heard him speak, he shared this story that's in the book about uh, the plastic bags in his company. At that time, he had a a large company that uh, made these huge plastic bags that fit over the bales of hay in the fields during harvest season. And they would ship these uh, bags out to all the farms throughout Europe. And uh, so it was that time of year, and they had a 1,000 pallets ready to ship uh, that very week. And uh, so they came in one day, and the, ins- you know, the employees were inspecting the bags. And all of a sudden, they realized that something had happened in the manufacturing of the bags. The, the, the bags themselves had sealed so that they, the plastic was one sheet of plastic instead of being a bag. And they brought these inspectors in to say, what's happened? Can we do anything? And they said, you've got a bunch of trash on your foil. you got a thousand pallets of trash. There's, there's been a molecular breakdown of those bags and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, obviously that was a huge um, you know, thing to put them out of business if that stays as it is. And he goes home and shares it with his 
two kids and his wife, which is interesting, you know, for a marketplace guy to do that. And um, his kids say, you know, I don't think this is from the Lord. And uh, his wife says, uh, I don't think this is from the Lord either. In fact, um, as we're praying about this, I, I see that, you know, just reminded that Jesus turned water into wine, water plastics. And then, then Gunnar says, in his spirit, he felt that they were actually to stand against this, even though it had happened. And when we and come back, we're going to hear the rest of that story. Just hang on a minute. We're talking with Oz Hillen today about his brand new book, 31 Decrees of Blessings for Your Work Life. Get a copy right away. 31decrees.com, 31decrees.com. You're listening to I Work Ram. We'll be right back. If I had my way on every I Work For Him road trip, I'd spend all my time in the passenger seat on Facebook and Instagram. But Jim insists that I drive for at least an hour every day so he can nap. Perhaps you'd like to stay connected with all that Jim and I and I Work For Him are up to. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest and special events, podcasts, and conversations. Just search for I Work For Him. That's I Work The Number Four Him. All right, you're back listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We got Oz Hillman on the line today. And on video, if you're listening on YouTube, make sure you check out our YouTube channel, I Work For Him. I Work The Number Four Him. Oz, I hated to interrupt that story. It's a fantastic, powerful story. On day two in your book, 31 Decrees of Blessing. So Gunnar Olsen and his family are looking at a thousand pallets of plastic. They're supposed to be plastic bags, but they're not. They're sheets of plastic. What happens next? So that was a Friday, and they didn't go out to the plant until Sunday night. And then when they went out there, Gunnar says, I'm so glad I didn't go out until Sunday night. It was such a massive, you know, display of trash at that time, you know. Mm. So he stood outside his building, and he proclaimed that God was Lord over his business. And then he prayed a prayer over uh, uh, from Mark eleven twenty three. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, Go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what they say will happen. It will be done done for them. And so he said, I command in in the name of Jesus that all the pallets of bags will be revert back to the original condition. And he proclaimed that over his business and even shouted it outside the building. They went in and laid hands on every pallet that he and his family, that's all that were there that Sunday night. Well, they went home and just went to business as usual. And then uh, Monday morning, many of the employees just happened to go and inspect the bags. And to their amazement, those bags were restored. Mm. And the the, uh, inspectors who uh, identified the problem, they had them come back to identify the miracle. Mm. And this was a miracle that spread throughout Europe of a just amazing thing because they would have been out of business, you know, and most of us would have called the insurance company the first thing we hear that situation. But um, that story has inspired many, many others to apply it in their own life. And I've had a number of situations in my life. Uh, Pamela has had a situation, a powerful story in her life. And so it's a great faith builder. Mm, It sure is. And so, I want to make sure that you listeners understand that you not only read the story for the day, but then you get a list of decrees. Um, It's hard to see it on the video, but uh, I decree that. And then there's a list of, I think, is every one have 10 of them? Are they different? Okay, so 10 of them every 
with every story. And then the decrees are based on certain scriptures and those scriptures are listed. So this is an opportunity to really dig in and say, wow, this one really speaks to me. I want to learn more. Where does this come from? So in that story, for instance, it says, I decree that I am a steward of all that God entrusted to me. Well, we may think that, but do we really believe it? Do we really decree it? So really taking that step of faith and then a section on activation that you talked about and how to really apply that in our own lives. So I just see this being such a great tool. And I love the fact that it's labeled for your work life. This is for every worker, not just the leader and owner of a company, but we all have things that we steward and do in our work. And you'll find a way to apply that. And it's scripture. I love um, how we're just taking again and and hiding God's word and decreeing God's word that he's given us. So thank you for explaining that. So please get a copy of the book, 31decrees.com, 31decrees.com. Oz, would you be willing to give away one copy to our listeners today? Absolutely. Okay, good. I forgot to ask you ahead of time. I was kind of hoping you'd say yes. All right, before we go, I want to ask you this question because you have spent a lot of time speaking into the faith and work movement. You've spent a, you've spent almost your entire second half of your career really just focused on uplifting and equipping and encouraging Christ followers to live out their faith in their work. And we're looking at 2021. Why don't you just speak a word of encouragement into those people listening today that, that to, uh, as to what you see happening in the workplace in 2021? Well, I see that our nation is in a place we've, we haven't been before, and we're seeing cancel culture. We're seeing big tech trying to shut the mouths of conservatives. We see the liberalization of our nation, and we, there's so many areas that, if we're not careful, could discourage us. Um, but I think that what this is going to do is awaken a sleeping giant uh, to come into our destiny as a church, uh, the body of Christ, and especially the workplace. Um, I believe that whenever there's a, a, a persecution of the church, the church rises up. And I believe that it's going to be a catalyst for revival in America. As you know, we've started a project called the Great Awakening Project. The website will be up soon. And uh, it's designed to bring revival in and through the seven cultural spheres of which you're on the media committee. And so I'm excited about a major collaboration in the body of Christ to come together for a common cause of bringing revival. Uh, God's people are praying like they've never prayed before, but we need to come together and stand together to be able to face what's coming against the body of Christ. And the good news is we've got the power of the Holy Spirit that can enable us and equip us and give us the wisdom and the counsel to know how to do those things and, and really just to put our faith in Christ, to learn what that looks like in our, in our steps every day. I think there's an you know, incredible Jim, opportunity. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, when the people of Israel were coming out of Egypt and the Egyptians decided to come after them and they were forcing them to come against the Red Sea. Well, they thought they'd won at that point. They got no place to go, right? And so little did they know God had something behind his back yeah. that he was going to reveal. And not only did he give a passageway for them, but it was a source of destroying their enemies. Mm -hmm. Somehow 
in the midst of what we're seeing in our nation. I think something like that's going to come about where the body of Christ is going to have an answer and, uh, you know, God's going to fight our battle mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. And, and and I would just encourage you, our listeners, to, you know, don't don't speak evil about your enemies. Pray for them. It says, Jesus said, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. And this is the time we need to put that into action. At the same time, just to realize that as you go to work every day, whether it's via Zoom, sitting in your office, walking down the hallway, or driving actually to an, a, a work site or a office, mm-hmm. just remember that the Lord is going with you and that your workplace is your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet, but we've got a book here that can encourage you each and every day to live out your faith in your work. And it's called 31 Decrees of Blessings of, yeah. of for Your Work Life. I just think that that's so apropos that that's really the focus and what an opportunity for 2021 for all of us to learn more and dig into um, what the Holy Spirit and what God has given us through his blessings. So thank you for taking the time to write the book and to share it with our audience. And someone can call our listener line at 866-713-9675 and get a copy from Oz. Oz Hillman, thanks for being back. And I work for him. Thanks for sharing 31 Decrees of Blessing. Great to see you guys. It was fun. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I I work for for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.